The Super Bowl is imminent with the Rams taking on the Pats in Super Bowl 53. Is Todd Gurley back in his prime? Can Brady still place it on a dime? And why are Maroon 5 at halftime? All this, plus the third instalment of the BBW quiz, this week on Bill Belichick's World. Hello, welcome to uh, Bill Belichick's World this week. It's the bye week before the Super Bowl, and it's a full house uh, this week in the doghouse, as the Home County's premier NFL podcast gets ramped up for the biggest sports show in the world, as long as you ignore the Olympics and World Cup and the FA Cup. But, um, yeah, the FA Cup. Cup final. I'm sure the FA Cup final will get more viewers than the... No, no way. Right. It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> that is a hell of a statement. That's a hell of a wrong statement. Wrong statement! <laughs> they watch the FA Cup final in like India, China. Do they watch the Super Bowl? Yes! No. I know. But yeah, uh, anyway, so uh, it is the preview show for Super Bowl 53. It's a slick start we're off to. Yeah, isn't it just? <laughs> it's going to be a, a rough week. <laughs> I think because we couldn't see the intro because you've not put that on our running order. We, we've had to dissect it and have a go at it once we heard it. That's the issue. Well, it's cause, just because you're all dicks. Anyway, Fourth and Inches <laughs> is back. Uh, so uh, joining him and me this week is uh, Griff, Gilo and Jimmy G, as always. I'm your host, Johnny Fresh. So let's get straight into the big game. Uh, of course, it's the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, it's... When we had the championship weekend of the four teams, this is the game I wanted least. <laughs> but it's, I think it's still going to be a good game. Um... But I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be a very. I think game to I think it'd be. I think it'd be quite fun, but I think it's going to be very tight and very low-scoring. It's, oh, not, yeah, gonna, it's no, not. It's not going to be a shootout. A, it's like not going to be like last year. No. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be good. I think you you can have a the the championship game was uh, a good game, but well, it's fun to watch. But it wasn't high-scoring. I think there's a lot of intriguing matchups, mm. like especially on the sidelines when you consider like Belichick versus McVeigh. Josh Daniels versus Wade, Wade Phillips. You know, they're, they're interesting coaching matchups. You know, a lot of differing styles, a lot of kind of... I think we're going to see a lot of unique looks and a lot of different plays, which we haven't seen before. This game they're going to come out in drag. Yeah. Uh, this game is only interesting if the Patriots do not go two scores up early. Otherwise, it is a very dull game. I'd give anything for us to go two scores up early because <laughs> then I can just relax a little bit instead of getting pelters from you lot. I don't think you can relax. You think the Rams came back against the Saints from what was it 13, 13 nil down? down and that was in the Super Bowl, Superdome against a really hostile crowd if they no, can no, do that it was, playing, it was, it was pass interference that was the problem <laughs> <laughs> but you know if they, if they can do that and on a way match against a very good Saints team there's no reason why they couldn't come back against a Patriots team whose defence hasn't been brilliant and you know, that offence is still pretty good I, this is the game I wanted for two specific reasons one Brian Hoyer may have a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> God, yeah. That's Number a good point. two, CJ Anderson may have two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> <laughs> but both of those things can't be true. So I was, I was torn between 
Brian Hoyer. Between the 60, 60 pounds, pounds and, your, and, and your principles. And my principles. It doesn't sound like a lot for my principles, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> money talks. You know, money talks, exactly. But that Brian Hoyer comment, like, I really hope you win the money, John. I, just, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I can live with that. So, uh, yeah, let's just. It's just going to be me sat here with a bunch of people who don't want my team to win again, isn't it? I mean, that's pretty much the whole of America. You've got New England sitting there in America, yeah, supporting and, New England, and, and, and New the Orleans. rest of them, yeah, and Louisiana, <laughs> yeah. and the rest of them all supporting the Rams. Seems fair. You can understand uh, people's hatred, I suppose. They get fed up with seeing the same thing over and over and over and over again. We've seen it in other sports, don't we? You see it in, in the Premier League. Man United yeah. were hated for a long time. Uh, in rugby, everyone wants to beat the All Blacks. So it's just a case of, you know, I think it's almost a compliment to the Patriots that they keep coming back and they keep winning. Hold up, hold up. That's not necessarily true. So most people want to beat the Brits and especially the English because of the British Empire. So even in rugby union, yeah, people want to beat the All Blacks, but most people, you know, they much prefer the Aussies and all that kind of stuff. They much prefer beating the Brits. Yeah, but they still want to beat the All Blacks. You still want to beat the All Blacks. I know, but... I know, I, I, know I, do, I do take your point, but if you were talking... Thanks. When England were winning rugby all the time, they wanted to beat them, especially so. If there's one team dominating a sport, you or you always get people hate people who don't support them, basically. Well, yeah. it's, them. it's the Michael Schumacher effect. Yeah, I exactly. That's a great, great yeah, example. Yeah, or, or Australia from like 1990 to 2005. Uh, are you yeah. using that example because Michael Schumacher drove over Damon Hill's wishbone in like the 1994, 90s, Adelaide 94. Just, just to win the title. Didn't he, so try, you, he tried to take out Villeneuve as well. Yeah, so, 1997. So yeah, you're so saying so that that's that that all costs, well. you know, whether that means cheating or hurting people or putting lives so at there's risk. quite a few similarities to the Patriots. That's, that's, I think that's the point yeah. yeah so yeah that does lead to the how many titles did he get seven yeah I'll take so, seven rings <laughs> did I inadvertently do some smart analysis yeah yeah really you did, did never mind do you want to switch off now <laughs> yeah I'll go now thank <laughs> you enjoy your week uh, it's very true though it is, it is a fact that people want to see successful uh, what I call them dynasties they want to see that brought down and Just like with the so British really Empire or anything else everyone hates the Dallas Cowboys as well because they claim to be America's team and when they were winning in the 90s and sometime in the 70s everyone wanted to see them taken down the same with the Steelers when they were, when their franchise was big in the 70s no, fair enough well I asked Jim uh, to uh, pick three non-Brady Pats who are going to be key uh, to the game this uh, this Sunday and uh, from the sounds of it you've picked I picked five yeah uh, um <laughs> So, but you, Matt's yeah. never a strong point on this show. It wasn't a strong point in my life anyway. But do you want to start? Because I think, uh, as you say, it's going to be a game of matchups. Let's see who you've got as being key to yeah. the, to this week this weekend's That's uh, fine. result. So, <clears throat> the first four, all, all on offence. I went with James White to start off with. Um, that Rams defensive front, they're going to be coming at Brady. To, to beat Brady, you've got to get absolutely in his face. Um, so he needs someone to, to pass the ball out. To too much! It's, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's too much. I can't not laugh at that. Sorry. You can't have people coming at Brady in his face. That's, that's, the face mask is not going to stop. They're just going to hang off. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> the first half is just a bukkake pie. <laughs> um, anyway, like I was saying... We're never going to get through this. Any this, sponsorship no. for this podcast. <laughs> Just because if we say the word Bukaki. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tissue companies might be interested. Bill Belichick's world. Sponsored, sponsored, by, sponsored by Kleenex. Pornhub. <laughs> so, like I was saying, James White. <laughs> 
against the Chargers, he caught 15 passes, and that was because he was the main outlet for Brady. Uh, he's going to be very important. The next three are all on the offensive line. Like we said, Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald are going to be driving up that front right into Brady all the time. And the Pats' interior offensive line is going to be really important. And Joe Fooney, David Andrews, the centre, and Shaq Mason. Out of all of, out of all those players, I think they've played pretty much every single snap, or well, more, or the vast majority the of The line snaps. has played 97 point something percent yeah, of the snaps this season. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Uh, so Joe Fooney, left guard, he's the first player, he'll be the first player to start three Super Bowls in his first three seasons. He was a third round pick, and Belichick classes him as one of the superstars in New England. And, you know, offensive line don't get the don't get kind of the kudos which which they're probably due David Andrews is an undrafted free agent in 2018 and Shaq Mason he is in the pro football focus all pro team um, and he's allowed a career low 16, 16 pressures in 2018 those three players are going to be massively important in, in terms of stopping Donalds and stopping Sue get to Brady well it's because uh, it, uh, I saw something. do you know how many times Brady's been sacked since the bye week uh, since the bye week since once Five right. times. Oh, five, five times. times. Four, There's yeah. none in the playoffs. None, none in the playoffs. But f- yeah, five times since bye week, which has I been mean, quite late. I think it was the week like, week 10, 11. 11 yeah. But yeah, it's five. And if that's, I mean. And that's when he's been at his best. Yeah. Since the line has been at his best under Dante yeah. Stan- Skarnakian, who I can never pronounce Skarnakian's properly. been there for like. Well, he, he, he had a couple of years off, didn't yeah. he? And the well, line crumbled. And I think Belichick went and wheeled him back out of the old people's home and said, come back and do a job. Yeah. And he's done fabulously well. Um, <clears throat> and then the last guy. I fully expect the Patriots to be running the ball as you know as much as humanly possible. We've seen CJ Anderson absolutely destroy teams by running through the middle. So the last guy who's going to be important, Lawrence Guy, defensive tackle. Um, the Patriots kind of need to stop their interior run. Um, and Pro Football Focus ranked him as the seventh best interior defender against the run through 2018. He's got to have a big game. He's got to be that big body to stop CJ Anderson running through that team and creating yards. And also, that will prevent <coughs> the Rams playing playing the play action, which Goff can play very well. Can I just raise a point here? No. CJ Anderson joined the Raiders, and you all laughed at me. <laughs> no, we well, laughed at Gruden, to be fair. Well, I laugh at Gruden now. You've got a man who... You laugh at him more now he's let them go. Absolutely. I just want to make a point of how good CJ Anderson has been for that team since he's been yeah. in. Yeah, he's been brilliant. I mean, he's, what, played three games and each game's been over 100 yards? Yeah. Do you not think it helps that he had three quarters of the season off? <laughs> so he's fresh when everybody else is knackered. But even so, he was fresh at the beginning of the season when he was playing for the Panthers. They let him go. He didn't get many snaps for them. He was fresh when he went to the Raiders. They let him go. Didn't play a snap for them. Now he's at the Rams. Okay, the Rams have got a better offensive line than either of those teams. That's probably helping. Um, but he's been a great relief, I think, to the Rams. And to you know, it's helped them keep Todd Gurley on, on the sideline. Whether Gurley's injured or not is one question. But you know, he's now had pretty much three weeks because he barely played a snap. It, well, he barely got the ball um, against New Orleans. He's now had three weeks off. He could come back strong and, and be a right menace to, to the Patriots. No, no that's... Uh... Fair enough, uh, and uh, yeah, I kind of kind of agree more with those picks. So, uh, for my three key Rams, I went obviously Gurley because of the the question marks about him coming back. You know, the Rams say he's fit. It was yeah, uh, so he's had an extra week to get get back. I think he's going to be key to uh, unlocking that uh, that defense. Uh, not much of a surprise that. Donald is going to be key. You know, the 
if they are going to get a sack on Tom, Tom Brady in the playoffs, uh, he's going to have to have a big game. Do you think they can stop Donald? Because I'm not sure they can stop Donald. Yeah, I think you can stop Donald, but then you've got the issue of Sue. Sue. Don, uh, Don Don Sue uh, terrorised Brady when yeah. he played for the Dolphins, and it was his favourite thing to do was crush Tom Brady. He will be after him like there's no tomorrow. But I think you're right. I think mean, well, there's no in my mind there's no better defensive player in the, in the league at the moment the than Donald. Aaron Donald. He's yeah. immense. Dante Fowler might be one of the trades of the season as well. He's really helped uh, bolster that yeah. already impressive line. Again, I mean, this is the thing that Belichick, Belichick's brilliant at taking away other teams' best player. Now, there's three players on that defensive line, and if you take one away, fair yeah. enough. You've got another two. If you take two away, there's still you know if, you, if that if that interior offensive line do play well and take and take away Sue and Donald, well, you've then got Dante Fowler, who's got pace, who's got power on, on the edge, and that's a big ask for even for. But for this Kent. is back to why James White is key because yeah. I think they're just going to do short little tosses and things out the back to James White and he's just going to jet sweep round or moves like that and try and find the holes where everybody's been converging on Brady and actually the ball isn't there anymore. Yeah, I almost put Edelman in here because I think he's also going to be very important with that very for that, that same point where he's going to be running a lot of slants. A lot yeah, of five routes. to seven yard catches yeah. across the middle. If I, I'd almost say if White doesn't have 20, 20 targets, they're fucked up somewhere. Cause well, uh, you know, we touched on it last week. They've got to make Brady hold on to the ball They've got to pressure that pocket, not let him get the ball away as quick as he did, you know, in, in the last in the last round. Because if they do that and you let Brady get rid of the ball, you know, you've got a. I think I said that I wanted to see his face driven into the mud, didn't I? And I think that that is they've got to go out there with that attitude, and that's why I think Donald is so key. After Donald yeah. and Sue, though, best defensive line charges Ingram and Bosa. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and they didn't get near. To Brady, they never got this one touch. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the same because no, no, it's <coughs> further their up the middle. Secondary, their secondary yeah. at the Rams is far superior yeah. to the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. So the Chargers defense, you know, they're average, aren't they? The Chargers just just all round. You know, I mean, they're pretty good. But you know. I, I completely agree. The, the Rams cornerbacks, Talib and Peters, they might, they have been getting a lot of flack they've through the season. Playing better, they've the, been playing yeah. better in and, the playoffs. They've yeah. played really well, and they they're not playing, you know, star receivers. You know, like Michael Thomas or like a Tyreek Hill, Edelman's good, but you know he's not up there as a top ten receiver. If the, if is the Patriots he? are going to score, it's going to be somebody. It's either going to be Gronk out of nowhere or Philip Dorsett or somebody that hasn't like Michael Slater catching it'll, his first pass in like five years. He'll be your fullback from three yards out. They have yeah. to. Oh, yeah. They have to trust the secondary, and almost um, and not not allow too many. You know, like a lot of defenses. You know, they try and give away three yards or four yards. They've yeah. got to say, no, 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 at the start. You, you've got to throw long, Brady. Yeah. You've got to hold on to the ball and we're coming for you. And I think that's <coughs> the I think that's the real key is to make him throw long passes at the start of the game and yeah. hit him early. And realistically, the only, well, the, the two wide receivers that are going to be taking the deep balls are going to be Philip Dorsett and Cordero Patterson. You're going to kill Griff. <laughs> I know. Those two receivers aren't, I mean, they've played okay, but... And when you go... Balls deep, <laughs> deep. <laughs> then um, you know you you are opening yourself up to interception risk, and you know we know that you know some of Brady's deep balls have been intercepted. Well, you, you still got Gronk there who can take a load, and uh, <laughs> you know it's I'm going to stop. I'm going to kill Griff. Uh, and the other player I picked was I mean, um, just on Gronk. That's someone who you can force it through the middle and hope yeah. for the best. <laughs> uh, okay, well I'm going to. 
quickly move on to I'm gonna, my third pick was uh, Nickel Roby Coleman because <laughs> just so he can foul everyone. Well, he was the centre of everything against the Saints, and almost none of it was good. <laughs> and if I was Belichick, I'd have been just. <clears throat> jumping for joy at the fact that this guy just seems to be running around like a headless chicken and some plays he made because he had no idea what he was doing he was like looking at Thomas and the ball hit his head you know <laughs> um, <laughs> you know so I think you know he, he he can take away your strong point but he'll instinctively go and he'll find your weakness and that could be a you know if he plays a game like he had against the Saints so along a theme here, what you're suggesting is Nickel Roby Coleman could be taking Tom Brady's balls to the face. Yeah, I think that's exactly what he said. Come on, we're fumbling in some innuendo. Here. I think I, I think you know um, John's picked some some great players, but I think he's kind of potentially missed a couple. So I think um, Higby tight end, I think massively important. You know, with no cup, you, you know Woods is going to be heavily covered. Belichick is going to go and take away Woods. Do we not think that that is going to be? It could be Woods, it could be Cooks, you yeah. just don't know. I, I I'd be more concerned with the deep ball to Cooks. Like, we covered uh, Tyreek Hill I, I don't think that's so true. mighty against Kansas I, City. I think that, actually, Goff, accuracy-wise, especially on long passes, not great. And Goff will be wanting to pass the ball short. And I think how they cover the tight end and how he plays, they played t- with two tight ends. And actually... Everett, yeah. yeah. And, and that young... Uh, young, new... Is he Josh first Reynolds? Year? The yeah. wide receiver, I think he's yeah second or third so, year. Yeah, so there's I'd put him as, as a yeah. So I I really think that um, understanding how they mix up that receiving core and try and move the Pats defense around is also quite key because they'll be expecting Gurley, they'll be expecting CJ Anderson. McVeigh needs a plan for how does he try and get Belichick to line up the defense in the way he wants them to that's a really key thing <clears throat> I sent you all the and I don't think any of you read it the, the Peter King article on Monday I read morning, it Football Morning in America no nope, I didn't uh, read it anyway he did a he, was at work. he did an interview with Sean McVay um, and they were talking about um, how last year how the, the Eagles um, offensive scheme they went out and found plays which they've never played before to kind of completely throw Belichick off, off kilter I don't think there's any offensive minded coach who's probably better at finding something like that than McVay I reckon he'll have probably between 10 and 20 new players. New players that they've never the run all season. They've never run before. They've found from some college game played in 1995, which they'll end up running. And it will, they'll have to do that. And that's the way the Eagles beat, beat Patriots last year. And that's probably the way the Rams have to beat the Patriots this year. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I would have had uh, Higby uh, as my fourth, but I stuck to free. I stuck to free. I stuck to the instructions that were oh, given. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. I just thought I'd just... No, no, it, but, but you know, as well, the, Higby, because of Higby and Everett, like, they totally shared uh, thing, uh, receptions, Snaps, against receptions. The, Targets. against the Saints, so I couldn't pick one over the other, but yeah, it was one of the tight ends, but yeah, I stuck to my three. Um, I asked... Uh, Griff to think of outside factors because Griff has a, a horse in this race, uh, of course. Um, so basically, what were the key factors of this game that aren't the 52 players on either side? Okay, well, firstly, uh, Jim alluded to it earlier, coaching, not necessarily at the top, because I think you've got the best two brains in football at the moment who, all right, clearly the edge is with Belichick just for experience, mm. but this 
mystical ability from McVeigh to come up with something else sort of redresses the balance a little bit. But if you step it down one knot in the scale and look at Josh McDaniels against Wade Phillips, I think that's key. Josh McDaniels um, has had a resurgent second half of the year where we've been running all sorts of plays that have kept teams completely off balance, especially through the postseason. The two games we played really... It was a lot of looks and a lot of, uh, especially in the run game, a lot of the, the, the way the run game has been that has kept teams unable to find the time they need on the clock, which is why I think Brandon Cooks will be important because I think if we, what did we have, 47 minutes of possession in the game? 44. Yeah. 44 minutes, which if we could replicate that against the Rams, Goff's going to have to throw, throw long to, to get the chunk yardage he needs with the time available on the clock. And then that's where Goff's potential inaccuracy comes in because you only pick off one of them passes and it's back to another seven-minute Patriots running back drive. Do you think you can stop? Do you think you can stop the the Rams running the ball well enough to not well, make that, that more level? That's the other thing. I think the, the I, I completely agree. That's a very fine point. But I think the the issue then is that the Rams aren't we very polite? To oh, them? I am. Yeah, Jim's Jim's like apart from that keeping me. it real. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it real. Yeah, I love um, it. Jim. <clears throat> and the important thing is that if that does start to happen, if that if the Patriots you know receive the ball for in, in the first half and they go off and you know run it for ten minutes or in the first quarter, I think it's really important the Rams don't panic and they don't fall into that trap of of trying to rush rush through and, and score. They've got a you know as good running game, maybe if not better. Um, and it, I think you know McVeigh needs to absolutely calm Goff down, make sure yeah. he's kind of completely cool. Goff, I think I've look, I've gone back on, and watched that Saints match last week, and you know Goff struggled to start off with and that noise, but he got back into the game. And he, he you know, reading a few interviews with McVeigh, apparently he's such a cool guy and doesn't get flustered. He just kind of gets on with it. I, he needs to maintain that mantra. I, I like Goff. I don't I have no problem with it. I just think that's where Cooks and the Goff Cooks scenario comes in. And I agree. I, I think providing Gurley is fit, the Rams running game player for player is better but I don't think Gurley is fit I think Anderson starts the game I think Gurley comes in on passing downs probably I'm not sure he's going to be fit they're never going to say it but I suspect the patron to face CJ Anderson as opposed to Todd Gurley because I really think that's the way it's going. clearly Todd Gurley is angling towards surgery in the off season do you not think the way he's been but I think you've got a motivated CJ Anderson and yeah. if you've got an option of Todd Gurley it's a great game. I'm just saying. I think that's the way it's going to go. So if it's Against if it's CJ Saints. Anderson on the field as opposed to Gurley, you are nine and a half times out of ten running the ball. So you know, then you're giving away the game plan a little bit more than you would if it was the other way around. But it's also it's, it's what happens within it. So Todd Gurley didn't do much against the Saints, but he still got six points on the board, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as well that he he, he looked unfit. He just looked like a bloke completely shorn of confidence and I, I, it, like he had a very early drop uh, and interception Good interception yeah so uh, I, I, you know let's let's I'm not judging him until I you know I see him but after back the to the McDaniels quarter. Wade Phillips so McDaniels has been throwing out all sorts of things that we haven't seen and Wade Phillips just sticks to I'm Wade Phillips. My defence plays like this, which is why some of the time Peters and uh, Akib Talib look a little bit like they've been caught on the hop because they're trying to play to what Wade Phillips tells them to, and other teams figure it out, and, they, and the ball comes at, uh, out at an angle or it comes over the top when they're not expecting it. I don't think Wade Phillips wants to adjust. He wants to say, "Beat my defence," 
as opposed to I'm going to beat your offense. And out of those two brains, as much as I never side with the Patriots when it talk, I think Josh McDaniels probably outplays Wade Phillips. So then it comes down to how much better can McVeigh get the offense to play for the Rams. So correct me if I'm wrong, and I may be completely out of scope with this, right? A lot of teams fail against the Patriots because they expect something different. Yeah. And they play, they're, they're mentally beaten before yeah. they get on the field. The Eagles last year just went out and did what the Eagles do. Yes, and that's what the Rams should do. Just go out and play your game and don't anticipate anything from there. And I think that's kind of becomes a strength from Wade Phillips because there's no, all right, we're going to expect them to do this. We're going to expect them to do that. It's just, this is my defense. Beat it. Yeah, and that is why he plays like that. Because he's trying to say, I've seen this too many times. I don't need to change anything. This defense should win seven out of ten times. So can can we... Oh dear. Can, can we just put up our formation and go with that? I'm not sure. I just think it's an interesting thing to see whether Josh McDaniels can work out that defence very quickly and do something unexpected. Question, who is the fastest running back on the Patriots team? Because this is key. Fastest running back. White Patterson. Yes. Cordero Patterson is the, the fastest. receiver. No, no. But he has been, from running back position, the fastest running back of the season outside of Saquon Barkley. Not faster than Breda. Yes, much. You you are faster than Breda. Breda was the fastest in the league. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, in the entire league. Oh, I was yeah. thinking of Carlos Hyde. I was thinking of Forty Nine ers running backs. So I was a year behind. Um, yes, Saquon Barkley actually was the fastest average game speed running back, and second behind him was Cordero Patterson. But Barkley has a clue what he's doing. Patterson just kind of <coughs> yeah, they just give him the ball the and tell him to run runs for his life. <laughs> but it's going to be something like that that gets the Patriots going. It's going to be. Like I said, Philip Dorsett is probably the receiver most likely to catch a touchdown because they're not going to be game planning for him. He only comes in for five plays a game, but he scored the other week. He scored to get us into the the season as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but if you've got Sue and Donald coming up against a running back who's not a running back who has no idea what he's doing, but he'll run around the outside. They come through the interior. He's going to go around that line. That's what he does. You look at Patterson at running back. That is what he did. He's played really well from there. Early in the season when we didn't have any running backs, he was brilliant because they just hand him the ball and say, it's that way. And he, he just runs. He has no idea of the, the game. He doesn't worry himself with digesting the playbook. He can't read. I think going back to your initial point in terms of, I think this is, this is why it's, it's really interesting to see McVeigh coming up against this because I I don't know how... It's it's an unknown, isn't it? Cause the only time McVeigh's played the Patriots is he is the offensive coordinator for the Redskins and the Redskins went to... They got hammered and they got absolutely destroyed. And he admitted that he was kind of a little bit in awe of the whole Patriot and Belichick thing. <clears throat> I think he's probably learned from that. I think he, you know, he, he goes, in, you know, he should. He's got two years' experience now. I think he seems to have all the confidence in the world. I don't think there's anything that would knock him. So, you know, I think he'll, he'll that will kind of rub off on his team. As a, I'm sorry, no, leave it. As a, it was that smirk you had <laughs> afterwards, like you, you knew it. As well. The uh, the biggest outside factor, if you want to just take the teams out of it completely, is the possibility of completely over-refereeing this yeah. game following the Saints-Rams fuck-up. Because they know every single play is going to be more scrutinised than ever before. 
No, there, there is going to be everything referred upstairs. This game's going to be one of the longest Super Bowls in history just because they're going to refer everything. Well, they can't refer everything. Well, any, <laughs> yeah. like, they're just going to, they're going to absolutely overanalyze everything and the refs are going to be getting together and all making sure they're taking responsibility between them so nobody gets singled out. It's just going to be yeah. a long-winded affair. I think you're right. I think we could see quite a few flags yeah. fly. Yeah, you're going to see flags for everything and I think it's going to disrupt the game and that, I don't know whose hands that plays into. You'd say everybody thinks the Patriots get. The <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I did. If I, I did show John yeah, the stats that I said. I wish this was recorded yeah. so you could see that facial expression. <laughs> I did show John the stat that proved that since uh, 2008, when Brady got injured, the roughing the passer calls, the Browns have had the most roughing the passer calls in their favour against their quarterbacks, and the Patriots are only 20th. It's not about what the calls are. Right, because like, you now that's just some throwaway Patriot fan stat, right? No, no, I went so, and looked it up. No, yeah, but that's a that's as a Patriots fan, bollocks, yeah, right. Did you <laughs> not see? Did you not see when like Brady got touched up? Like you know, again, like, actions on a podcast. I know, not good. but so I'm touching John up. Was that <laughs> and apparently that's pass interference. Was that against the Jets where someone just no? Kind of, no, no it was in last the week, week, last, week, last, week, last round. Yeah. Last round. Oh no, Mr. Brady. Oh no. Fucking bullshit. And didn't one of the refs walk off with Brady and say, I've got your back? <laughs> so basically, I hope we keep paying the refs and we win. Well, th- thank you for for that. That's, uh, there you go. Well, we'll yeah, and, uh, good analysis and I got felt up. So uh, all good here. I mean, th- there is one other outside factor which links nicely into the next part you've got in the running order, John. Which is? The team's being that disgusted by the Maroon 5 halftime show. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course, uh, yeah. Gladys Knight is to sing the anthem, and Maroon Five is to perform halftime. Because they're the only band that would. Yeah, uh, everyone else turned them down. Uh, uh, yeah. After year, after two years of protest, let's get the whitest band in possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, if you're a Maroon Five fan, Maroon Five fan, then you know, hope you have a great time. I, I can't imagine. say I'm looking forward to it. No. I don't think there's been a halftime show as good as the Who in 2010. They're brilliant. It's halftime. Yeah. Halftime Babe Station is what we're doing. Justin Timberlake. Like I said, I don't think there's been a He's halftime really show as good year. as the Who since in 2010. Janet quite, Jackson's boob. Katy Perry was fun. Katy Perry was fun. Prince. Prince was the best. That one, best one ever. Michael Jackson. That was the first proper like star one. But yeah. Anyway, we'll 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 move on now. So uh, let's move on to the Pro Bowl. Did anyone watch it? No. I watched um, around five minutes, then I turned off. I understand the Pro Bowl was played, yes. Uh, It was the same weekend as Royal Rumble, and uh, the Royal Rumble was great. Uh, I did not really watch the uh, Pro Bowl. Uh, I saw some highlights. For anyone interested, Patrick Mahomes and Jamal Adams were sort of MVPs in a one-sided win. The AFC won 26-7. Uh, Mike Evans one point lined up as a DB and got an interception. I think Alvin Kamara lined up as a defensive tackle at one point as well. Yeah, it's it, it's just it is what it is, isn't it? It's, you know, some people get really angry at it. It's just is what it is. I, you know, watch or you don't. Um, so, you, is this something the NFL do to make money? Yeah, yeah. I'm really surprised by that. Did they make much money? There didn't seem to be that many people there. No, it's because it rained. It absolutely tipped it down, didn't it? Yeah. Well, they moved it from Hawaii. Uh, to Miami, I think, wasn't it? it Orlando. 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 Orlando, sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, Hawaii want it back next year. Um, but that is, I'm not, I'm not going to mention any more about it. Um, 
I thought, I thought Huawei had just been like done for fraud or <laughs> something. the Chinese but... phone company. That's what <laughs> I thought. So. Huawei? Yeah, that's them. Huawei. <laughs> Is that not what you said? <laughs> no. Sounded pretty similar to me. Um, so, <laughs> let's go on to news. Uh, Alex Smith, they, uh, the Redskins reckon, are gonna, he's going to miss all of 2019 season. Hardly surprising. Hardly it? surprising, though. He was spotted. He was at an NBA game, and he yeah. still had like a massive brace with pins going yeah, into his leg. Screwed together. Yeah, I don't really think we're going to see Alex Smith again. I can't mm. imagine. No, but it does lend the question: What are the Redskins going to do? Because currently, they've got Colt McCoy signed onto the squad, but still in hospital well, at home, but still recovering from a similar injury. Alex Smith under contract isn't going to play, and that's it. I don't think they've got anyone else. Sanchez and Josh Johnson have both been released. Their contracts run until the end of the season. So you ask the question, what are the Redskins going to do? Suck. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to suck. <laughs> yes. Again. They are going to suck. But does it mean somebody is going to be traded for, or does it mean they're going to try and get up in the draft? It just means we're going to have five months now of Twitter and... <laughs> Uh, news sort of it won't be cap of, of theories of well this could been capping well there's about mm. two months until free agency opens Foles Bortles it could be Foles do you know I'll put my money on Sam Bradford because I haven't heard his name mentioned in a Bradford's long time Bradford's a good one Who, someone else Bridgewater got? Flacco Bridgewater Joe Flacco would be good there there's, there's a few options yeah. or they could, could they afford Nick Foles Blake Bortles yeah, yeah. Right. Can, they, can they afford Nick Foles I don't think it would be a bad thing know. for Bortles to go there no it wouldn't be a bad thing for Bortles. It might be terrible for Washington. How, how how different? Like, yeah, he's not as good as Smith, but he's not. He's a similar type quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's not as good, but he's yeah. You know that that Game team's, manager. That team's um, strengths are definitely their their defense, isn't it? The skins. Yes. So, you know, does it really matter who throws to Jameson Crowder? No, because no. he's Crowder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that whole offense could use him. And like, you know, Jordan Reed. You know, like you can keep throwing to the ball to him if you want, but he is sat down on the sideline getting more treatment. So <laughs> it doesn't Burn really Davis matter. Is oh, another year old. Are we still, still, still quick? Still the fastest player on the team. Probably. Are we starting our official campaign for Bortles to the Redskins? I'm okay with that. I I'm good with that. The, at least Peterson was an option, but they've got Darius Geis coming back, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they have. The running back stable is going to be fine. What they need is a quarterback. The offensive line's pretty decent when it's fit. It wasn't fit for a lot of last season, but right. they need wide receivers. I'm gonna, in the. In the tradition of this season, when things have been very good between Gary and I, I'm going to back the call for Bortles to the Redskins here. I think that's not a bad shout, especially if it's only for one year. And then Smith might get back in the league. Smith's not coming back. I don't Smith's know. Smith's not coming back. I'm Derek gonna Anderson's going to be great there next season. <laughs> Derek Anderson hasn't been great anywhere ever. <laughs> it seems unlikely. Oh, Peterman, we didn't mention him. Didn't he get picked up by the Raiders? Yeah, we mentioned yep. that the yeah, other week. he's at the Raiders. Right, yeah. alive. Uh, in other news, Cam Newton's got in for shoulder surgery. Um, no it's time quite, scale on his return. It's well, quite yeah. possible he misses the season. I was going to say, it's quite worrying that they've not put a time scale on when he's coming yeah. back. That For me, that's not a good Taylor sign. Heineke was rubbish. In, in terms of Taylors, we've got to think about the, the people who are Taylors in Carolina. The amount of business they'll lose from pre- and post-game conferences. Hey, no, because you think about it, he's going to be in the stands every week in a different set of threads, just, uh, you know... Looking like he's about to attack this... <laughs> like a space pimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. But that, that's another that's another scenario that a bridge quarterback for a year might be yeah. required because what, I don't think... Water. Exactly. I don't think they are sure that Cam plays. And they have seen what the Andrew Luck resurgence has been after a year to recover properly. And 
you know, give him a year out. Cam's got what seven, eight years more ahead yeah, of him, definitely in Carolina. With even with a year out, so you you take the hit, don't you? Hasn't affected his running game, has it either? Exactly. So, just yeah. saying. Uh, and uh, the the Saints fans' legal action, of course, cause uh, uh, for what? Uh, apparently, there was a the missed call in oh, a game recently. I didn't see and, uh, uh, like, what's it going to achieve? No. But, the, but the thing is, it says that... Does that rule not say that you can't um, do anything based on an, an official's call? So you can't... You is can't, this Rule 17? Yeah, it does, it does actually say something like it does not include decisions made by officials, so it's a complete waste of time. I mean, the, the, the biggest issue of the whole thing is the fact that the NFL haven't come out and said anything about it. What I don't, what I don't get is, like they, but yeah, but they've done it before. They've, they've apologised in various other situations before, but they've just. They've, because, it's I think silent. the thing is in America, obviously, the NBA have done this, haven't they? They have had, they have replayed games. They've gone back where oh, shot really? clocks have been incorrect. They have yeah. gone back. So, um, but is it as big? A, are they as bigger games as like so? Yeah, a, a playoff game. Shaq, right. Shaq O'Neal was. Um, they thought he'd had six fouls out of the game. Was actually five, so they went back to when the stop the clock was, and replayed the last like minute of the game. That's brilliant. I didn't know. And they that. still lost, but it has. <laughs> but there is precedent in the US for that to have happened. But there's there's too much going on. It there's too short a time scale before the Super Bowl. And so like can I said, that be in the quiz? It could be. Like I said before, if it was the last play of the game, I would absolutely say yes, it affected the outcome. They got to overtime. They had the ball first. They didn't win the game. Shut your face. It's no, just you were thirteen points ahead and yeah. you lost. Yeah. Deal with it. Deal with yeah. it. Yeah, it's go. over. It's done. Gonna, I don't, I don't know who the fans there, are. But, all right. but go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> don't ever go to New Orleans, John. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Um, so, end of the season awards. Woo! Go. Yeah. We set. <laughs> The guys around the table and some other people who visited the doghouse. Um, the uh, basically, we wanted to know your players of the year for certain uh, categories. Certain categories, um, and of course, we also wanted MVPs for each team, which was fucking hard. I'm glad I asked people to do that now. God, yeah, <laughs> that was very badly received. Yes, so still did it. Just mind. needed lubing up. <laughs> Which, do you want to, we'll start with we'll start with the teams because because uh, you uh, want to get it out of the way let, yeah and uh, also I think uh, let's uh, finish with the bigger awards the uh, the the bellies as uh, <laughs> I'm going to call them now um, so who uh, who start with AFC East and what must be one of the I guess one of the easier ones really uh, Buffalo Bills really yes they only had, there's only one answer for this surely. I've got Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Anyone? I went Tremaine Edmonds. Josh Allen. I think we have a resounding winner. We do, but Tremaine Edmonds, for another rookie on that team, 121 tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles. That's a good season. Yeah. Yeah, He he can't run quick, can he, with the ball? (laughs) Josh Allen just ran. His passing was terrible at best. His passing was terrible, but the team did, as a whole, look better when he played than any other time. No doubt about that. He's better than Nate Peterman. Well done. (laughs) So are you. Would you like an award? <laughs> Can I have a badge? <laughs> so, anyway, we're off and running. We have an answer. I take it this is how we're doing this. This is how we're doing Majority this. Majority yeah. rules. I, I vote for no quarterbacks, by the way. 
Well, just to put that that's out. fine. Oh, nice. I think you're going to lose that. But so let's move on to Miami, who's got uh, their pick for Miami. Guess what? It's not going to be a quarterback. Uh, Miami Dolphins. I went for uh, Alonso, the linebacker. I went for Kiko Alonso. Filth! You can't vote for him. That's why I voted for him. I went for future Hall of Famer Frank Gore. Alonso. I put Kenyon Drake. Uh, yeah, that's really bad. Oh, okay, so um, we, we, we're two Duncan, up here. <laughs> Duncan, who uh, who also got involved, he put not Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's almost the same as mine, saying it is Frank Gore. Yeah, pretty much. So, Alonso it is. Oh, well, here's a good one. We're down to the uh, Patriots. Yeah, um, I mean... It won't be Brady, so it's another non-quarterback MVP for a team. What's everybody got? I went for... James White as did I I did have James White but I'm going to change it to Edelman I went for Shaq Mason I don't think my opinion's relevant what did you put a Brady <laughs> dickhead <laughs> and Duncan went with Sonny Michelle so uh, James White is yeah. so James is White as anyone with two votes yeah well I think they were all I think Shaq Mason actually I'll grant you if I'd have thought about it I may have given him more serious consideration the same with uh, Tunney because I think that that line has been amazing. Yeah, but they yeah. just they just never win. No, I know. That's things. why I always vote for them. But but I agree with your sentiment there. New York Jets, Chris Herndon. I'm exactly the same. Herndon, boys had a great season. I went Adams, Maguire, and I very controversially said the only player that I thought looked very good consistently on the offense was uh, Robbie Anderson. So Herndon, I, I think when he plays well, that team is a viable contender in games. No, no fair enough. I'm not, there's no right or wrong answers here, but that's very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> should, it have been, should it have been Jamal Adams? Yeah, probably. Because yeah. no, I'd have written Jamal Adams. I wrote Herndon, didn't well, I? No, I'm he, I'm, he, he had a few injuries during the year. Yeah, but, but generally when he played, they were they yeah. were better. Okay. I mean, for what he did to the Patriots mascot during the Pro Bowl. <laughs> oh, that oh, was brilliant. amazing, that was the best by the way. the Pro Bowl. Yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that was the only thing I've seen of it, really. So, AFC North now. Baltimore Ravens. I've got Eric Weddle. As have I, but this was difficult. Tucker. They, they, they kicked a lot of field goals. Yeah, that's a fair point. So I, I think they'd have been absolutely nowhere. Do you know the only Tucker. reason I didn't pick him is because statistically it was his worst year ever. That means compared to the rest of the league, he's still a super. Yeah, yeah that's like saying me- Messi didn't play as well as everyone as well as last usually year. Yeah. Yeah. He's never been that and, good. And, anyway. I, and I think um, I don't really rate Jackson, and I don't think they'd have got anywhere without Tucker. I went with CJ Mosley, the linebacker. As um, did I. Whoa, Ooh, we've got a draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. What, did, what did Duncan put, by the way? Oh, Duncan. Oh, oh fuck Duncan. He, he might have the deciding vote here. <laughs> he put Lamar Jackson the dick. <laughs> wow, Dunk. Maybe you can't come to the <laughs> <Yeah>. party. <laughs> Is he really American? Your two mates can come. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. on, Gary, you got the deciding um, vote. I am going to go for Mosley. Oh, yeah. good, good call, good call. Fair enough. Right. I, I was so close to. I think I actually wrote Mosley and then crossed. I him think out. you find originally I put Gus the Bus Edwards because I thought they played really well when he started coming on. But yeah, but he's only towards the latter end of the yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Playing. So Bengals. Duncan, Duncan's gone with Sean Williams. I went with AJ Green. I went with AJ Green because as soon as he was gone, they were useless. AJ Green. I went with Joe Mixon. I thought he's had a good year. I also went with Joe Mixon. I thought he'd had a good year. Yeah. So Green. three AJ Greens win that. Yeah, Joe Mixon had a really good season, but the wheels fell off as soon as AJ Green got yeah, after, you were, after you were bitching him out all year last year as well. Who's that? Yeah, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was bad last year. Yeah. He was bad last year. He was best. He was good this year. Yeah, but he was bad. Uh, Browns. Green was injured this year, and you voted him. <laughs> That's true. Browns. 
Who's uh, asked Garrett? Baker Mayfield. Garrett. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Oh! <laughs> oh, we want to refer to his opinion now. Uh, Duncan Lamar Jackson. Mayfield. Uh, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> He's not here, but we can slag him off. Steve. Well, I almost went Denzel Ward. Yeah. I almost went Denzel Ward. That's a good shout. I know I'm just an echo, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying valuable things. Honourable mention to Denzel Ward. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Steelers. I went with Connors. Duncan went with Connors. I went James Connor. I went with the only person you could have picked, which is Antonio Brown. And I completely agree with you. Touchdown reception leader. Uh, I went with Connor. Connor, it is. I just think Antonio Brown could have been the reason they got in the playoffs and he didn't turn up. Fair point. Towards the end of the season, and so therefore is disqualified. In my I opinion, I flipped a coin. How many games did Connor miss in the middle of the season? He was injured. He didn't break. electively. Yeah, but my miss point out. is, you know, the most valuable player. He was missing for what three or four games. Mm-hmm. So he was missing for a quarter of the season. Like, yeah, yeah I agree. The, game, agree. the games you win the game with touchdowns. Antonio Brown got the most touchdowns as a wideout. He's pick though. Uh, that doesn't matter. We've got Baker. Kiko Alonso See, Josh think, Allen I don't think Baker Mayfield turned out to be a dick this year no I don't think I he's quite, a dick. I do like Baker yeah. but I don't think he turned out to be a dick if any of those teams had the receiving touchdown leader I'd have picked them Houston Texans <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say who do I go with DeAndre Hopkins As Don't go with DeAndre Hopkins JJ Watt JJ Watt DeAndre Hopkins ooh it's like the bloody <laughs> NFL you're all bloody offensive bias yeah, yeah we're keeping it real he didn't have a drop all no, season. that is. A th- he was amazing. Oh yeah, he's, he's, don't get me wrong. He, he's one of those wide receivers that's highly underrated. He's a cheat, a, pe- a cheat player. Like you know, he's just he's amazing. You calling him a cheat, or no, you mean like, you, you know, mean having him is cheating? Yeah, like not, having him is cheating. Really. It's like you know, oh, I see. Like, that like that, that makes him, more sense. Yeah. Surely this next one is going to be all in. Everybody picking the same. Indianapolis Colts. I reckon one person will go against. Yes, Andrew Luck. I went with Andrew Luck. Darius Leonard. Andrew Luck. Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron is a great shout, but it's Andrew. So's Darius Leonard. I've yeah. I yeah. I mean, we mean, mean that's only because I I made went, a, a, no, a, quarterbacks. no quarterbacks. Yeah. But if you do pick quarterbacks, yeah, you probably have Andrew. It's Luck not. In there. It's not the last mention we'll have a Darius Leonard. I'm sure he went from being booed by his own fans to going to the Pro Bowl. It's a great shout. For Scoring Eric in the Pro Bowl. Scoring in the Pro Bowl. Well done him. Uh, Jaguars. This was a tough one. This none was, of them has played very yeah. well. I went with Lambo. <laughs> I went with Miles Jack, but only because I just thought they were all equally crap, really. I went with Claire's Campbell, ten and a half sacks, good for a defensive tackle. I wrote being ridiculous, so I'm just going to agree with Jim because that's a, a we appear to be agreeing on most. Yeah, I went for the mighty <laughs> time man of the year, <laughs> Calais Campbell. Hey. hey, Duncan also went with Calais Campbell. Great shouts there, I think. Yeah, this I actually wrote IP freely. In that <laughs> section. It was it was pretty tough to. And this is a hard one. I thought Titans. I wrote nobody cares because you're right. They don't. <laughs> I went with Derek Henry, Joel Casey. I went Joel Casey, and I went with Corey Davis because I think actually after the first couple of weeks he had a really good he season. He did come yep. on very yep. well. I would go with Joel Casey as I instead of nobody cares. Okay, nobody cares. So Joel Casey, we're going to give him Joel Casey. Because he tied with Derek Henry. Yeah, I mean Derek Henry only had about three good games. Yeah, it was the latter but end. Of what the a season, game! But they were oh, yeah, yeah, amazing. amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Okay, now AFC West, Denver Broncos. Oh my god, this was—they were bad. It's Levon Miller. 
Oh, I went with Von Miller. I thought no, Von, Von, Von Miller. Von Miller. Christ, uh, that'd be a play, wouldn't it? I had Von Miller. Uh, Duncan went with uh, Lindsay. Yeah, I almost put Lindsay. I, Von Miller. I went with Lindsay as well. But yeah. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, here's an interesting one. Surely we've all gone for the same. No, because he's no, got no quarterbacks. Yeah, beside him, he doesn't count. Mahomes. Mahomes. Tyreek Hill. You could have gone Tyreek Hill. You, yeah. you, you could have gone Kelsey as well. Yeah. Right. Ma- I went Mahomes. You went Mahomes as well? Yes. Mahomes. Kermit Mahomes wins. Uh, oh, Perry, are you listening? It's the Oakland Raiders. I could only think of one player. It was any good this year for the Raiders. Jared Cook, tight end. Jared Cook. Jared Cook. Jared Cook. I would be Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll give it to Jared Cook then, shall we? Duncan went with Mac. <laughs> 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 what a shit show of a team, too. And Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I think sure it was a choice. Two. I, I was stuck between here, and I went with. Ingram. I went with Melvin Gordon. I went with Melvin Gordon because without him at the end of the season, they were bad. Yeah, they were bad. Yep. I, I went Derwin James. I went Melvin Gordon. Oh, so Melvin Gordon, Gordon wins. Well, that's the uh, that's the AFC wrapped up. You want to go straight yeah. into the NFC? Let's go straight to the Let's NFC. Okay. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Zeke Elliott. <laughs> Zeke Elliott. Zeke, Zeke Elliott. Zeke. Uh, Duncan went for Cooper. Never mind. But he also went for Cooper right. for uh, Oakland Raiders as well. So, uh, uh, but yeah, Zeke. I think the next one might be an all-in as well. Sa- anyone gone for anything other than Saquon? For New York Giants? So, Saquon all round? Saquon. 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 Right. Saquon. I like this. This is good. We're motoring through. Philadelphia Eagles, anybody? What have we got? Yeah, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. I went for Cox. Fletcher and Cox. Duncan went for Foles. Foles, Foles. Foles is a great shout. Yeah. The team were going nowhere. Yeah, without Foles, they won way less games. Yeah, the win ratio was terrible. The rest of the players yeah. were all yeah. there. It's mad. Absolutely, he must be the most valuable person on that team because the rest of them were all playing and they were. Shocked. And yet, he'll be playing somewhere else next year. I guess really, it's the bloke who broke uh, Alex Smith's leg that <laughs> made the most valuable player to the Eagles. Yeah, that's very true. They were going nowhere until that happened. Uh, or the bloke who broke Carson Wentz's back. Yeah, for argument's sake. <laughs> So injuries were their key player. Washington Redskins. Uh, I went with Smith, but because the season went downhill without him. But I could have gone with Peterson. 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 I went Ryan Kerrigan. Alex Smith. Ryan Kerrigan had thirteen sacks last year. What did Duncan go for? Because Duncan we went. We have a tie with Peterson. Okay, Peterson it is. And I, 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 Alex Smith was originally what I put, and then I thought, nah, Peterson. Yeah. Peterson was amazing. To be fair. Yeah, you had a good season. So, uh, NFC North, Chicago Bears. Mac. 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 All in. I mean, what a transformational player. Superb. If you should never let him leave. Yeah, if you had him and he left, you'd be devastated. Good pass rushers are hard to find. (laughs) You you wait until that pick they have. (laughs) I'm amazed we haven't had Return of the Mac on. You know, we should really (coughs) sing that music out. No, we're going to do that when they come and play the London game. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Oh, um, Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. I went with one. Matt Prater. I went with Darius Slay. This is really hard. There was n- there was no one really. Who we did Lions. Lions. Yeah. Golladay. Golladay. Duncan yeah, with Golladay. Golladay. Carry on Johnson. 
Yeah, Kerry and Johnson got better and better and better. And then he, he got injured had, like about he got three games. Though. He but got better and better and better as the year went on, and then all of a sudden he was gone. And I, I thought he did really well, and then he plateaued. Yeah, yeah. which is a nice way of explaining it. It's the first time in a long time the Lions have actually looked a credible running yeah, a running right. game. Yeah, well, well it, yeah, he's the first one. That had he was one of the two reasons my fantasy team fell apart. Kerry and Johnson plateaued and then got injured, and Cooper Cup got injured. That was it. Another one here, uh, Packers. I reckon there's one person everyone's going to pick. Yeah, uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. Yes. Adams, yeah. Yep. Devontae Adams, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. didn't write anybody else at all. No, no it can only be Devontae Adams. Uh, so, let's see what Duncan picked. He picked Adams. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. I went Adam Phelan. I went Adam Phelan. Case Keenum. I went for Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went for Adam Phelan. <laughs> I, I went for Hunter, but Adam uh, Phelan was my shout. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. By the way, did you see Adam Thielen throwing in the Pro Bowl skills yeah. game? Yeah. He was quite good. He was way better than LaVon Miller, who was dreadful. You, you do know that John's got loads of um, like hula hoops and like yeah, you know, yeah, I know we're paper ready for, for us to have a go at this. So Are we still planning on strapping one of the hula hoops to Perry's head on a bicycle? Well, I'm getting to run. <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to cycle across. I've got to try and hit him. I'm not, I'm not going for that hoop. <laughs> I'll get more points if I go for Jace. <laughs> yeah, you do. If you knock him off the bike, that's 20 points. <laughs> we, haven't t- we haven't asked him yet, but there's the ask. Um, uh, so, NFC South, Atlanta Falcons. Jones. 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 Um, Great. Yeah, Jones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crying out loud. Right. Uh, An honourable bunch of Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley was all yeah. right. Yeah. He kind of went off the... He, had the, he started off really well. Another one who plateaued. A bit more bust. I wouldn't say plateaued. He just went off the boil. Yeah. I think the whole team just gave up, though, after half the season, didn't they? They did seem um, to. Panthers. Uh, McCaffrey here. Yeah, I went McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. That's yeah. We're, we're, getting, we're getting somewhere now. We're, we're rolling. I, I, there was part of me that thought Luke Keekley. Yeah, he was also had a good season, but I thought McCaffrey a brilliant second season. But strangely, oh. the better McCaffrey got, the worse the team got. Yeah, that's true. It's just really strange. But yeah, he was... But is that not because he was having to do more work because Cam's shoulder was getting worse and Possibly, worse? Possibly, yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, because Cam was still throwing him the ball. His, his running yards were still <laughs> not only, that great. He only had one or two hundred yard Yeah, he was still game. really yes, poor But when he was the receiving ball. the ball, he was receiving it near the line. Yeah, I, wasn't think, down I think that field. was a mistake getting rid of CJ Anderson there because I think yeah. they still needed that, I especially agree. with yeah. Cam being injured towards the end of the season. <coughs> I think Super Bowl winning CJ Anderson would have been, you know, could have, could have been the uh, could have been the difference about them getting to the playoffs. Yeah, possible do- possible two ring CJ Anderson. <laughs> New Orleans Saints, quite a few picks could pick Michael Thomas. Yeah, I went Michael Thomas. Drew Brees. I went Michael Thomas. I went with Michael Thomas. I go. thought you'd all gone with Alvin Kamara. Uh, Duncan went with Duncan went with Kamara. Uh, of course, but yeah, I went. Are we slowly seeing why we don't have Duncan on the podcast? He's making some weird picks. Kamara was pretty good. It wasn't as good as last year, though. Yeah, but he, oh, voted, no, he, he also voted for Lamar Jackson. I think the thing is, when you look at Thomas, he is the easily the standout wide receiver yep. on that team. Yep. Whereas when you look at running back, you've got Ingram after he's popped his drugs or whatever he's done at the start of the season so once he's back is Kamara as valuable to that team as Michael Thomas and no no probably not I agree yep uh, Bucks good lord Mike uh, Evans Mike Evans Mike, Mike Evans. Evans Gary Michael Evans fair enough could it have possibly been anyone else really it's just 
<laughs> fit for a laugh was that's pretty much dressed up for that press conference that was funny that was one of the highlights of the season if the fair. season ended in September then it yep. would be fit but yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick dressed as Deshaun Jackson is one of the funniest <laughs> things I have ever seen it was brilliant another hard one here because who the f- sorry Cardinals oh see right uh, it's Jones defensive yeah end. it's got to be Chandler Jones Chandler Jones Chandler Jones <laughs> 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 Gary struggling Gary, with your hard one. Gary with Chandler Jones. Gary agrees. <laughs> <laughs> your hard one caught him unaware. Yeah. Often does. Uh, anyone want to guess who Duncan picked? Did he pick Jones? No, he picked David Johnson for some reason. Why? Has he watched football this year? <laughs> did he? Did he did play, but well, barely. Yeah, but. Still getting over his fancy loss. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably. To be fair, any offensive Cardinals player well, just terrible. is offensive yeah. to me. Los Angeles Rams, anybody? Give me Gurley. I went with... I went with uh, Gurley. Todd Gurley. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. And Duncan? Donald. So, I think I so Donald. three all. Three all. Cool. I would give it to the defensive player. player. Yeah, yeah, give it to the defensive player. I, I also don't think this will be the last here, Aaron Donald. He was the sack leader. Plus, <laughs> sack leader. Plus, Gurley through the playoffs, not not been non-existent, any. So I think you know some of us filled these. Whereas in a Aaron Donald's still racking up the sack. Devontae Adams was non-existent through the playoffs as well. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening, Duncan? Are you listening? I like it. Uh, 49ers. George Kittle. 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 Skittles. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. Absolutely amazing. And finally, the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. I found this one difficult. I didn't. I went with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Tyler Lockett. Mm. I went Bobby Wagner. And I went with Russell Wilson. So seeing as I know I deliberately left out quarterbacks, so there weren't actually many quarterbacks mentioned. Wilson. Mahomes. Wilson. Mahomes. Mayfield. Allen. Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't many. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the... most touchdowns ever. On to the... General Player Awards. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, uh, comeback player. Comeback player. You, you, you choose. We'll You're f- in charge. Absolutely not. Or up the list. Let's make it really convoluted. Yeah. All right. Offensive player of the year. I went for Mahomes. 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 Tyreek Hill. Uh, I went for Drew Brees. Because I didn't feel like I could give... Well, you're giving award. it away now, aren't you? Okay, well, so Mahomes wins. Defensive player. I got Donald. Aaron Donald? Yeah, it's got to be Donald. I went for Khalil Mack just because of the impact on his team, but Donald was next up. Aaron Donald, he was the sack leader. Running through these. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. I want Saquon. 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 Quinton Nelson. Yes. You that look at that, that is a great shout. You look at way. you look at the change of that offensive line and how many sacks was it? Eighteen, something like eighteen. That, yeah. yeah, after they gave up fifty-six, yeah. fifty-six. I mean, you yeah. weren't listening to the quiz it, last week, were yeah. you? It will be Saquon Barkley that wins it, but I only got five on the quiz though. That's the problem. That's what you get for having a film this this next year for Gavi's reactions. We do. Defensive rookie of the year, Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. I went for Chubb. Denzel Ward. I went Darius Leonard. Darius, Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. Ah, takes the win. Cool. Oh, no, honourable mention for Denzel Ward and Derwin James. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. Uh, 
they, actually that was a really hard to want to pick again but Darius Leonard was just well, transformative Leonard, he had the most tackles and he wasn't a first round pick no I thought Chubb at the, at the Bron- Broncos was awesome yeah, uh, alongside could, yeah. Von Miller, that has just made that team viable again. Having that defensive line, even with Case Keenum. Yeah, especially with a new, you got a new defensive coach there. That could yeah. be a good year. For Everyone's him. talking about um, Baker and mm. the Browns, but I think Garrett and Denzel Ward, the impact that that had, amazing. That, that, that made them, uh, gave them the ability to compete in games. It mean they had good field positions. It was, it was, yeah, a, yeah. It was a, such a change to that team, and I think that. It's a little bit out of interest because everyone's just obsessed it with is, Baker. You, you they, are right. Like, yeah. Dancing in a video and out like, of interest, stuff. we we only know one Brown. I only know one Browns fan is Alan, who I don't really know. But hello, Alan. Was everyone pleased to see the Browns competitive this year? Because yeah. I was really pleased. I to think see everyone was. They're everyone's yeah. favourite underdog, aren't they? It's I like, hope so. It's like reverse Schumacher syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Look, I think. The what do you mean, is, like now when we're cheering for him to get better? I mean, if you watch somebody getting beaten so many times, eventually you, you, you root for them. You can't help it. Yeah. Do you know what I think it is? I think, you know, the NFL is supposed to be about having an opportunity to win. Parity. Within a few years. Yeah. So, like, every team has to go through rebuilding stages, changing culture, etc., etc. But you should, the way the league is set up, it's not set up to do what the Patriots have done for the length of time they've done it. And they've been able to do it because they've kind of manipulated the salary cap and they've been very clever with it. But it's not really what it was about. It no. was about the idea that you could anybody could win this year and anybody could win next year. And the Browns, if the Browns got to the playoffs, that would prove that. Yeah. And yeah. it would prove that that model yeah. works. Yeah. Rather than and they are close. Like watching well, they three people miles win away. the premiership in the last 30 years yeah. in the yeah. UK. It's I agree. So that's why people like it because it proves it's actually you know because when your team is shit like the Giants and the Niners you look at the Browns and go hey that we could, could be us in you know oh god yeah. fucking hell yeah but, but, you, but as Giants and 49ers fans you look back a few years and think that was us well yeah exactly <laughs> it wasn't that long ago playing no. in the NFC Championship game it's a good point it's like well made to winning the league isn't it There's the, yeah everyone know, liked it you know um, okay coach of the year I've gone for Belichick it's a great coaching job with one of his worst lineups. God, you can't give it to Belichick, though, can you? Well, yeah. I didn't think anybody else would, so I thought. Hasn't he got enough awards? Yeah, God, he's going to get another he Super Bowl. He doesn't Ridge. care about them anyway. Um, I went, I went Frank, Reich. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. I went Mouvet. Frank Reich takes it. I assume uh, Duncan went for Nagy. Oh, okay, Nagy's a good shout as well. Yeah. Comeback Player of the Year. Surely there's only one, and his name is course, Captain JJ America. What? Oh. <laughs> Andrew Luck. I went with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Moment of the year. Now, this is... I'm not sure how we're going to determine this one. I'll, I'll throw mine out early because I know it, it probably won't win. But for me, the moment of the year was the Khalil Mack trade. <laughs> I went with the Miami Miracle. Yeah. I also went with the Miami Miracle. I went with the uh, Vance McDonald stiff arm. Ooh, that, that was a good was one. one. That was a great, great one. one. Uh, Duncan went with Gronk falling over trying to be a safety. <laughs> so basically, the Patriots man. bashing makes it moment of the year. So that's, that's obviously. Fair. Yeah, obviously. With the theme of the show. Okay, so we're going to stick with them. Man, Miracle. Uh, I forgot about the stiff arm, though. That was great. Um, Not like you to forget a stiffy. You're too busy thinking about Chubb. (laughs) Um, Anyway, regret of the year. Jimmy Garoppolo's injury. Something similar for you, I imagine? I put Jimmy G, please slide. God, please slide. out of bounds. And then I put a dash, and then I put run out of play you idiot run out of play <laughs> um, yeah that's kind of how I felt so Jimmy G sort of, and the the inner workings of Gary's mind <laughs> um, anyone have got anything different 
I put Atlanta sticking with Steve Sarkeesian. I put change to the kickoff rules, which made onside kicks basically yeah. a non-existent play. Now. Got to look at that. That's that's crap now. Yeah. Uh, Duncan with not sacking McCarthy two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy G takes it, but Jimmy but G takes all, it. All valuable mentions there, especially the McCarthy. One. And I, I put the two weeks we spent discussing the hitting the quarterback rule, and it was not really mentioned again. But we got yeah, so fired up about it. Yeah. Yeah. We really did, didn't we? And then no, Maybe nothing, nothing mentioned again. Um, which leaves us with MVP. Uh, I think I think I, know I really didn't want to give it to a quarterback because last year we gave it to Brady, despite the fact that I thought it should have gone to Gurley. And oh, I really did, wanted to give, give it, it to Brady last year. Yeah. To, yeah, you yeah you pick Brady, so oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I was outvoted uh, three to one because I wanted Gurley and from there. Did I pick Brady last year as well? Yeah, you did. Wow. Sure, you probably did. What a dick. Yeah. You know me, I don't normally pick masturbating under the table. Well, then. to return the favour, I've gone for Saquon Barkley of the Giants because I thought he was amazing. Yeah, I thought he was great. Great, but Mahomes had 50 touchdown passes. 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. It's Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes. I don't even know why we're debating it. It's Mahomes, isn't it? Uh, all day. All yeah. Day. Anyone got any other awards they want to give out? Oh, yeah, I have. Ooh. Best break of the year, Alex Smith. There's been a lot of broken <laughs> legs. There's been a lot of nasty breaks this year. Wow. Um, I, went, I went with disappointment of the year. Did anyone else put that down? I put disappointment of the year as well. So I went with uh, Leonard Fournette. A lot of hype last year. He's turned into a pile of absolute I can shite. See, yeah, I think he's going to leave the Yeah, he's, he's going from he's the going his way out. I picked Johnson for that, but only because I forgot Fournette. So he's not leaving the Jags because they've had a sit-down, clear-the-air meeting and it's all been reworked and sorted out. So Fournette is not leaving the Jags. We'll see. My yeah. disappointment of the year was just... I just wrote Jacksonville. Just At, the entire franchise. I, I thought the entire franchise was disappointed. Um, I went for the uh, Donald Trump Popularity Award uh, and it seems to be Carson Wentz as it seems that he is not that popular at the Eagles, waltzing around claiming to be a Super Bowl winner who's never actually won anything off his own back, so, so to speak. A, a, an unpopularity award, and Rogers still can't win it. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we did have the, last year we had the Eric Ebron Participation Award. I yes. assume we've changed it to the Nate Peterman Participation Award. This no, year. I like to think we're just going to give it to Eric Ebron every year. <laughs> <laughs> just thanks for being you. <laughs> <laughs> Eric so, yeah, Ebron was amazing. Eric Ebron has... Changed perceptions of Eric Ebron at least, but yeah, um, I had to give an honourable mention to Mark Sanchez coming into the Redskins and just showing just how crap he is, or just how good Alex Smith is in comparison to Mark Sanchez, who's been to two AFC AFC Championship games. There was still a little bit of hope when Mark Sanchez came. Yeah, there was. There shouldn't have been. I I remember remember like about week fourteen when people going, "Do you know what? If the if the Giants can win out." And whatever, then we yeah, might, yeah. And then you, I just I was looking back the other day, and I realised the two weeks before that we played Chase Daniel, and I think Sanchez or something. It was just yeah. being like, oh yeah, no, we weren't we weren't good at all. It's just am, am I safe in thinking that Nate Peterman's not getting any awards from me? He did win Nathan Peterman of the Year. I just gave him the worst player ever. Just award. throw that away as well. Uh, Lifetime uh, achievement. I I had one for worst trade uh, or signing, and that was Ha Clinton Dix, who's done. Nothing. Dick all since he's oh, uh, to the Redskins. Bad. Yeah, he's Redskins. been bad. Yeah, I didn't think he was. It was a game bad of the sign. year. Chiefs at Rams. Chiefs at Rams. That was yeah, hundred pointer. That was amazing. Miami, New England. No, no. Yeah, Chiefs at Rams. Fun, Chiefs at Rams was incredible. Final, but to watch. Chiefs Rams was superb. Uh, and I went with. Uh, I've got an award for the biggest shit house. Uh, <laughs> I gave to Kiko Alonso. Although uh, unanimous. 
Yeah, he's our Luan was second, but uh, yeah, Kiko Alonso, biggest shit house. And I want, I, I, I just surely Kareem Hunt's I, got I to be in the biggest shit house award. Well, you had an award for him, didn't you? Do you want to? No, 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 give that one out. No, okay, just checking. Uh, and I went for. I had an award because I just wanted best player never going to get MVP recognition, and that was George Kill. He was never going to get MVP recognition. He wasn't even all all team first. No, first team all which pro. Is sorry, crazy, but because he was amazing, he's been brilliant. Uh, and he, I'd like to throw Johnny Hecker into that as well, the Rams punter slash quarterback. You can, but I'm still going to give it to Kill. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> as whatever the best second tier player or whatever, but he's been superb all year. I think he's been amazing. But yeah, uh, and Patrick Mahomes is the Bill Belichick's World MVP t- uh, 2018. He'll receive a certificate in the post and not look at it, I'm sure. Well, I'll, I'll send him one on Twitter. He'll uh, he'll love it. Okay, so it's uh, Gilo's favourite time of the week. It is the BBW quiz. Uh, with this week, the Kurt Schwarmer <laughs> Memorial Quiz. <laughs> Thank you very much. You've you read my mind. The Kurt Schwarmer <laughs> Memorial Quiz. <laughs> this week's quiz is entitled, Who Am I? Griff. Yeah. Kurt point, point for everyone. Right. <clears throat> Are you ready? <laughs> Gary copied me and he's written down Schwiff. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. Who am I? Drafted in the first round of 2012's draft. I've been a Pro Bowl selection once, thrown 42 touchdowns to 26 interceptions and played for three different teams. Who am I? We're off and running. Question two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well... This is how it works. It's a podcast. We can't have silence for too long. Who am I? Taken first overall in the 2014 draft. I've totaled 29 sacks, five forced fumbles. That's not easy to say. And two defensive touchdowns. Who am I? Number they taken? 2014. Number one overall. <coughs> well, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of brain sticking. Actually, it's if you remember, if you work your way back, it's a really easy one. But... It is, you're right. Yeah. Remember, oh, these are all people... They're all, they're all the answers are going to be people we've discussed at length this season or players in the Super Bowl. I did go back through some of our podcasts to see things we talked about. Um, who am I? Drafted by the Bengals in 2006, I'm set to appear in my first Super Bowl in my 200th career game. I was voted the 87th best player of 2018 by my peers. Who am I? <coughs> that will confuse most people with the exception of, I suspect, Jim, because he's sad like me and he might know that answer. Number four. I'm going to need some repeats. We're, that's fine. If you don't know, just put Boutros, Boutros, Garley and hope for the best. Can't spell that. <laughs> uh, <sure. laughs> Number four. Who am I? <laughs> How did you not know it was Kurt Warner after you wrote Kurt Schwarmer? Did you not? <laughs> <laughs> it dawned on me. Everyone knows who Kurt Warner is. Very tired. <laughs> I've got a young baby. I don't sleep much. Who sits there and thinks, that's very similar to Kurt Someone who's very tired. <laughs> sleep deprivation is a terrible thing. I'm sure it is. Number four, who am I? Drafted out of Alabama in 2016, I've racked up 22 rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, and 2,293 rushing yards, all for the same team. I was voted Florida's Mr. Football in 2012 and started my NFL career as backup to DeMarco Murray. Ooh, 
I see them fingers fly. This is, oh. this is good. This is good. I reckon if you're playing at home, I reckon you've probably got at least two, if not three out of four so far. Number five, who am That's I? two more than I have. <laughs> Number five, who am I? With 1,303 receptions and 116 touchdowns, I am a Hall of Famer in waiting. I led the NFL in total touchdowns in 2008 and 2009 and was Walter Payton Man of the Year in 2016. Who am I? There's, there's a lot of confused-looking faces opposite me. This, it's the side of the table that drew all of the Super Bowl participants and NFC and AFC Championship game participants. Looks a bit confused. Number six. Who am I? This is a long one. So Pierre Gosson stop playing? <laughs> I've had to cover one. my page so Gary one. doesn't end up telling you it's Antonio Schweitz. <laughs> <laughs> Taken first overall in 2007 and given a 31.5 million guaranteed contract, I am widely considered one of the biggest busts in NFL history. My career was short-lived, but I attempted a comeback in 2013 where the Bears gave me a shot, but I was not signed. In 2016, I wrote to all 32 teams looking for another chance but it appears I will never improve on my 52.1% completion rate and 25 career fumbles. Who am I? Piece of piss. I missed the start of that one. uh, First overall, 2007, biggest ever contract guaranteed at the time for a number one overall pick, 31.5 million. And is a massive bust. Any ideas? Any ideas? I'd say that's quite an easy one. Uh, number seven, who am I? A retired three-time Super Bowl winner with 30.5 sacks and 12 interceptions to my name. Uh, <coughs> I was named 2005 Comeback Player of the Year following my recovery from a stroke. Who am I? Ooh, that's that stumped a few people, that one. So what year was Comeback Player of the Year? 2005. Comeback player of the year. Gary doesn't remember <laughs> yesterday, so he crossed <laughs> his arms in disgust. <laughs> Think about it. Three-time Super Bowl winner, 30.5 sacks, 12 interceptions. I, I said to Paul before we started this podcast, <laughs> I do not have time for yesterday. I just don't have time for it. Like, <coughs> I don't need to know any of this stuff. It's nice to see everyone's participating From in the spirit. stroke. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't pull that face. That doesn't help. It just looks like you're being rude. uh, Number eight, who am I? I was drafted 65th overall in 2005. I'm a five-time pro bowler. 2018 was my first season in my career without a rushing touchdown. It should be reasonably obvious. It has been discussed most weeks, including today. What number was that? That was number eight. Right. Number nine, who am I? Born in 1979, I played for four different NFL franchises between 2002 and 2012. I am a former Super Bowl champion, and I'm famous for being sacked 267 times in my career. Who am I? I Born in 1979, I played for four different NFL franchises between 2002 and 2012. I'm a former Super Bowl champion, and I'm famous for being sacked 267 times in my career. So it's a quarterback, which helps a little bit. Barely. <laughs> I mean, if you think that's tricky, there's a couple coming up that you might struggle with. 
Number seven was tricky enough. Number seven, yeah, that is that is that was a tricky one. I've tried, but it's all Super Bowl relevant or people we've discussed at some length over the course of this year. Who am I? Number ten, taken fifty second overall in the two thousand seventeen draft. After a college career including 45 touchdowns and just 18 interceptions, I was quoted as saying I felt I could be the new Tom Brady. Currently, I have 11 touchdowns to 24 picks in my career. Who am I? Could I ask you to repeat that one, please? Yes, you can. Taken 52nd overall in the 2017 draft after a college career including 45 touchdowns and just 18 interceptions, I was quoted as saying, I felt I could be the new Tom Brady. Is it, what, what was that one? Number nine? This one is number ten. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have 11 touchdowns and 24 interceptions in my career to date. <laughs> Getting the numbers mixed up is not going to help. But we will uh, go back through them quickly. Uh, number 11, who am I? A three-time Super Bowl winning coach. I got my first job in the NFL working with the Raiders in 1966. As a head coach, I went to the playoffs in seven of my ten seasons before retiring to work for NBC. I was elected to the Hall of Fame in 1993. I am dead. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't say that on here, but but he is. He's sadly deceased. That was number 11. He's sadly deceased. So... Uh, first job in the NFL 1966 seven out of ten seasons making it to the playoffs as a head coach Hall of Fame 1993 deceased number 12 I think there's some conferring going on it's not Kurt Schwarmer Kurt Schwarmer (laughs) is not any of the answers nobody cares (laughs) who am I nicknamed Flash I joined the NFL in 2012 as a second round pick in the supplemental draft after just seven touchdowns in 22 games for Baylor University. I had 14 touchdowns and over 2,000 receiving yards in my first two seasons. I don't need to hear the rest, I've done it. And have have played on two teams to date with one Pro Bowl appearance. That one's a fairly simple one, I'd say. It's fairly easy. There's one for Gary. (laughs) Somebody give him a hug. Bullshit quiz. (laughs) You have to remember, Duncan's not here and he scored two less than you. Number 13. He'll be on minus one. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? Drafted by the Vikings in 2012, I've also played for the Seahawks. In 2015, I scored the most field goals, but crucially missed a late game kick against the Seahawks, putting the Vikings out of the postseason. I was replaced by Jason Myers for 2018. Haven't played in the NFL since. Who am I? You actually know who that is, don't you? You just can't think. Yeah, I see. Number 14. Who am I? Drafted in 2011, I've played on three different teams, catching 14 touchdowns. My most productive year was as a 49er in 2016. Ghosts were my undoing. Oh, I knew it. Uh, Drafted in 2011, I've played on three different teams, totaling 14 touchdowns. My most productive year was 2016 as a 49er. Ghosts were my undoing. We discussed him very heavily at the start this year. Because he might have been on drugs. But he was. He wasn't drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, 
Number 15. Who am I? A Harvard graduate in 2012. There's only one, isn't it? No, that's why I picked him. I played initially for the Ravens as a fourth-round pick. I have one career rushing touchdown and seven receiving touchdowns, totaling 1,494 yards. My current team signed me to a $21 million deal in 2017, which was the richest ever at my position. Who am I? And no, it is not Ryan Fitzpatrick. Say that all again. Harvard graduate in 2012. I played initially for the Ravens as a fourth-round pick. I have one career rushing touchdown and seven receiving touchdowns, totaling 1,494 yards. My current team signed me to a $21 million deal in 2017, which was the richest at the time for anyone at my position. I think that one's quite easy, and you should have a little bit of a think to yourself. Again, it's somebody I would suggest has come up on this podcast probably uh, at I least half a dozen or more times this season. If it is who I think it is, he's come up over the last couple of years. Yeah. Who do you think come it up is? Quite a lot. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume in some people want some repeats. So I don't care. No? Okay. I need to try. Uh, can I have a repeat for numbers three, <laughs> five, six, seven, <laughs> nine, ten, thirteen, and fourteen, please? <laughs> Well, why, why don't we uh, give you a second to write down the answer, and then as we go through them, you can write anything down before we announce the answers. Can I just ask for a repeat of number nine? Number nine. Uh, who am I? Born in 1979, I've played for four different franchises between 2002 and 2012. I am a former Super Bowl champion and most famous for being sacked 267 times in my career. I can hear Duncan screaming the answer at the podcast in the future already. Not a Packers player. <laughs> There's me bugging with Aaron Swadgers. <laughs> Aaron Swadgers. Okay. <clears throat> I, I see the confused faces, I understand, but I'm going to go through anyway. Number one, we'll go for answers, but I'll ask the questions first to give you a few seconds to think. Who am I? Drafted in the first round of 2012. Oh, yes, you can. Well, I was going to no, read no, them and just. Mark your own. Because mark your own, because I think you might need the time to get the answers. Who am I? Drafted first round of 2012. I've been a Pro Bowl selection once, thrown th 42 touchdowns to 26 picks, and played for three different teams. Jim, who am I? Robert Griffin III. It is Robert Griffin III. Has anyone not got Robert Griffin III? We're all happy with that one. I, got, uh, yeah, See, I yeah. thought I'd give you an easy one to get you going. That's, that's fair. Who am I? Taken first overall in 2014. I have 29 sacks, five, five forced fumbles and two defensive touchdowns. Paul, who am I? Jadavian Clowney. It is Jadavian Clowney. Everybody happy so far? This was ecstatic. Good. I've got two. I'm not happy. <laughs> who am I? Drafted by the Bengals in 2006. I'm set to appear in my first Super Bowl in my 200th career game. I was ranked 87th best player of 2018 by my peers. Who am I, Gary? John's put Nigel Mansell, so I've put Nigel Swansell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim. Andrew Whitworth. It is Andrew Whitworth. I also have Whitworth. Excellent stuff. Well done. So um, everybody's with me so far to a point, with the exception of the Nigel Swansell fan club over there. <laughs> Number four. Who am I? Drafted out of Alabama in 2016, I have racked up 22 rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, and 2,293 rushing yards, all for the same team. I was voted Florida's Mr. Football in 2012 and started my NFL career as backup to DeMarco Murray. John. Henry? 
It is Derek Henry. See? With me so far, everybody. It does start to get oh, a bit no, harder. I, I, I in thought a it was Henry Kelly, the former, <laughs> Henry the Kelly former host TV host. <laughs> going for gold. Number five, who am I? With 1,303 receptions and 116 touchdowns, I am a Hall of Famer in waiting. I led the NFL in touchdowns in 08 and 09 and was Walter Payton Man of the Year in 2016. Paul? Larry Fitzgerald. It is Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, Does anybody not have Larry I Fitzgerald? Have, I don't have that. Coming back next year as well, apparently. He is. He is, He has yeah. signed for another year because, frankly, who wants to go out like they did this year? Okay, number six, who am I? I was Jamarcus t- Russell. It is Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. First overall in 2007, massive guaranteed contract, gigantic flop. Saves me reading that whole thing again. Well done. Did anybody not get that one? John, did you get that one? Oh, good, good. Who am I? A retired three-time Super Bowl winner with 30.5 sacks and 12 interceptions. I led, uh, <coughs> I led my team and was named 2005 Comeback Player of the Year following my recovery from a stroke. Who am I? No, no, you tell me. You've yeah, got the answers. I haven't got a clue. Teddy Bruski. Uh, oh, of course. Yes. Bruski. Teddy yeah. Bruski. Patriots, very famous Patriots Super Bowl winner. Him coming back was a Bruski bonus, wasn't it? <laughs> hey! <laughs> it, it was, I'm really. just here for the comedy. <laughs> Good. When are you going to start giving us some? Oh, Somebody give him a hug. He's not winning the quiz. <laughs> Number eight. Fucking stupid quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on reflection, it is a stupid <laughs> quiz. fucking questions. <laughs> I'm not playing the wrong note. <laughs> the answers are right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not necessarily in the right order. Yeah, yeah. Number eight. Uh, I was drafted 65th overall in 2005. I'm a five-time Pro Bowler, and 2018 was the first season of my career without a rushing touchdown. Frank Gore, Hall it of Famer, is Hall of Famer Frank Gore. Did we get that one, Gary? Yeah. Hey, John. Did you get one? I got that one. Excellent stuff. Uh, born in 1979, I've played for four NFL franchises between 02 and 2012. Former Super Bowl champion, famous for being sacked 267 times in his career. Anybody? David Carr. David Carr. Won the Super Bowl with the Giants mm. as a backup to Eli. Didn't really win then, did he? But he does get a ring. But then the cleaning people get a ring. That's, so that's, so that's just how it works. That's how it works. Brian Hoyer will have a ring. Yep. Brian Hoyer might have a ring. Uh, Number 10, I was 52nd overall in 2017 draft after a college career including 45 touchdowns and just 18 picks and quoted as saying, I felt I could be the new Tom Brady. So far, I have 11 touchdowns and 24 picks in my career. Who am I? John. I'm with Kaiser. It is Deshaun Kaiser. Did anybody else get that? No. You didn't get that, Jim? No. I I didn't realise he had 11 touchdowns. You went with Nate Peterman. I don't think he's got 11 touchdowns. No, <laughs> there's a lot of empty spaces <laughs> on that page. <laughs> did your pen stop working? Or? Uh, I didn't think he had 11 touchdowns, but I just mm, remember the, the, the Brady the, quote. Yeah. He, want, he, he wanted four rings. <laughs> He's got four zeros. Well, yeah. an eight, there might be an H. Samuel in <laughs> Green Bay. <laughs> Number 11, who am I? Three-time Super Bowl winning coach. First job was with the Raiders in 1966. I made the playoffs in seven of my ten seasons. Before John Madden. No, before retiring to work for NBC. John Madden's not dead. I was elected to the Hall of Fame Isn't in it? 1993. <laughs> <laughs> and I am deceased. Tom Landry. No. Well, fuck you then. Oh, right. I've got a clue. Bill Come Walsh. Um, Come on, I put it in there for the Niners fans. Frankly. Did anybody else? Nobody got that, Bill Walsh. Oh, I thought that was quite easy. Uh, come on, this one's easier. Nicknamed Flash. Anybody? Josh Gordon. 
it was Josh Gordon. So 2,000 receiving yards over his first two seasons. Uh, basically did nothing in college. Just seven touchdowns in 22 games. Who'd have thought? Uh, number 13. I know this one. Do you know this one? Yeah, I remember. Because I went on about it for ages. I don't think they should have dropped him, did I? Blair Walsh. Number 13 is Blair Walsh. Drafted yep. by the Vikings in 2012. Missed the crucial field. I know the last one as well. In 2015. Do don't know the next one. We number 14. Drafted in 2011. I've played on three different teams. Catching 14 touchdowns. With my most predict- productive year in 2016 as a Niner. Ghosts were my undoing. Who am I? Curly. Jeremy, Jeremy Curly. And finally... I even, I even gave you a clue. I wrote, da- I wrote something curly. <laughs> it was a squiggle. It's a spring at best. <laughs> Number 15, to bring the terrible quiz to an end. Who am the I? The weapon. It is the weapon. Oh, $20 million for a fullback. Uh, $21 million for a yeah. fullback. Because he's not just a fullback, he's a weapon. An offensive weapon. I never would have guessed that he's <laughs> like, got nearly 1,500 like yards, though. Because he doesn't run more than two yards at a time. Yeah, that's what... So, perhaps he's not that bad a weapon after all. Uh, total up your scores. I've got ten. Ten? Ten. That's quite impressive. One, two, three, four. That's uh, not bad. I also got ten. Well done. Ten. Seven for Gary. Ten for John. Oh, well done, everybody. That's, uh, that's the end of the quiz. Um, by my reckoning, I think that makes Jim the overall winner, actually. Oh, is it John? Keep it John. I thought, how far ahead? Oh, I had Jim. If you take the bullshit of last week. And the bullshit of the first week as well. What, where you weren't here and so you got docked a point less than whoever was last? Two points less. Two points less. Well, yeah, there was double the questions. You take that away, I've probably beat John. I will. Morally, I'm the victor. I I was in the lead until last week and I don't know what the what, what the scores were after the end of last week I thought Jim was leading after the end of last week but I have to fess up that I've lost a bit of paper with the scores can I, I mean, just say that, so the whole thing that is completely I have pointless. the most rounded life out of all of us <laughs> <laughs> you can say that you can say that that's, that's fair I think it's de- definitely better than mine next year you can write the quiz and I'll just take part that's fine no. <laughs> the future quiz were fucked <laughs> <laughs> what happened today <laughs> who am I the 2021 first round pick <laughs> <laughs> yeah um oh he hasn't got his running order he doesn't know what to do sorry yeah no very unprofessional <laughs> well no uh, I was trying to think what's next because I knew there was something before that of course we have to predict the Super Bowl because uh I think it's going to happen. Yeah, we had a stab at it last week. We had a stab, but... Everybody picked the Patriots with the exception of me. I picked the Rams. I believe the Saints will win. No, wait, no. No, the legal action didn't work, did it? Uh, so, we, we we just sort of... I don't know if anything's changed, but uh, if we can go a bit more accurate, see if we can buy, like... A score? A okay, score. I will Maybe pick, the, like, Ram- or, or, I'll pick or, the Rams by three, by three and right, it'll be right at the end. Like a Greg Zerline 55-yard field goal. I'm going to go Pats by seven, but a comfortable seven. I'm going to go the Rams will win. They will win by three points. The Super Bowl MVP will not be a quarterback. I, I was like going that. with the Madden simulation. I, like that. <laughs> I also feel that everyone's going to have a great time. With the exception of me. <laughs> I think it'll be the Pats by two. By two? Two points. Yeah. I hope that's a safety. It better be a safety. Like <laughs> like a Peyton Manning-esque. I don't know. I was going to say a really tight game. I'm going to go for the Pats by at least ten points. Oh, you really think we're going to crush it? Yeah. 
10 points is hardly a crushing it. It is in a Super Bowl. I, I think so. Yeah, I think the Pats will be ahead early and win easy. Yeah, same. Um, well, there you go. Well, that will take a knee. Uh, however, however you're watching the Super Bowl this Sunday, we hope you have a great time. Of course, we're on social media, on Twitter at Belichick's World, on the Facebook at Bill Belichick's World Podcast, and our website www.billbelichick'sworld.com. Uh, we'd appreciate your subscriptions and reviews on whatever podcast channel you listen to us on. No matter the result this Sunday, though, it still remains Bill Belichick's World. From us, have a good Sunday, and we'll see you next week.